message is brought to you by Marker Cabono, President, National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Thursday, November 30th, 2017, and this is presidential release number 467. This is the December presidential release, but I'm making it here at the very end of November, because uh, today our board of directors for the National Federation of the Blind is arriving. This evening we have a big uh, supporter dinner for our donors, major donors, and uh, tomorrow and the day after that the board will be meeting and discussing the plans of the Federation, and I wanted to make sure to get a release out before the first Saturday of December. Hard to believe that it's already here. I have just a few things to talk with you about this month as we close out 2017. And the first is to talk to you about 2018, because, of course, we have the 2018 Washington Seminar, which is coming up from January 28th through February 1 of 2018. The Great Gathering In meeting will happen, as is tradition, on Monday, the 29th of January, promptly at 5 p.m. Rooms are again available at our headquarters hotel, the Holiday Inn Capitol, at 550 C Street Southwest in Washington, D.C., zip code 20024. The room block is available for check-in beginning as early as Friday, January 26th, and for check-out as late as Friday, February 2nd. The room rate for the 2018 Washington Seminar is $192 per night. This rate does not include the D.C. sales tax, which is currently 14.8%. You can book rooms online or via telephone, and you should do so soon to get one while they last. Uh, I'm going to spare you the long URL for the online booking. You can find all of this information online on our website, and it is in the November Braille Monitor. The telephone number for the Holiday Inn is 877-572-6951. And when you call, you should use the booking code FB8. FB8 as the code for our group. When booking your room, a credit card will be required upon booking, and you should know that there is an individual cancellation fee that requires you to cancel your room at least 72 hours in advance of your scheduled arrival time, and if you are changing your planned departure date, you need to give notice 72 hours before the planned departure, otherwise you will be charged a fee. The reservation deadline for rooms at the Holiday Inn for our 
Washington seminar is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2018. I'd encourage you to get it done before you get swept away with the holidays and New Year's and football games and things like that. The Washington seminar is one of the most important activities that we undertake at the beginning of the year. It helps to set the pace for things we're going to do, so I'd encourage you to get your plans in during December so we can plan to be together on Capitol Hill. Diane McGeorge of Colorado is again helping to handle the logistics, and so a quick thank you to Diane and also Lisa Bonderson, who helps with the logistics around Washington Seminar. If you'd like to plan a meeting in the course of the Washington Seminar at the hotel, you need to write to Lisa Bonderson, that's L-B-O-N-D-E-R-S-O-N, lbonderson at cocenter.org. You need to do that by December 7th if you want to get some meeting space at the hotel. It will be a busy Washington seminar. We are planning some nifty things that we can't yet announce on this release we're going to announce some of them actually at our supporter dinner this evening and with the board of directors. So there will be more information coming. It's going to be one of our more exciting Washington seminars and, frankly, I think one of the more important ones for us. You know that there are a lot of issues hanging out there in the United States Congress that we are interested in. Some we have caused to be in front of Congress. Others have come from other people that we need to stop. And so there, it is vitally important that we have as many people on the Hill this coming year as we can. I do also want to remind you that the National Federation of the Blind Independence Market will be closed after December 22nd. We will again reopen the market on January 2nd next year. So if you want to get packages from the Independence Market, and certainly if you want to get them in time for Christmas, I'd encourage you to get your orders in immediately because we're going to stop shipping before the end of the year. I have an announcement from Anil Lewis, who is Executive Director of our Research and Training Programs for the National Federation of the Blind. Anil says in part, that we have stated that if they will not teach them, we will teach them ourselves. Through our National Federation of the Blind Jernigan Institute, we have developed and implemented innovative projects and programs to improve the quality of education and employment for blind students and adults. We have used our energy and love to positively impact the lives of many thousands of blind people through our Braille Reading Pals, our Early Explorers Program, our Braille Enrichment for Literacy and Learning Academy, our Youth Science Academies, and so many more. Recently, we have successfully executed two conferences focused on training and development of education and rehabilitation professionals. 
our Braille Literacy in the 21st Century Conference, which we held in October, and our 10th Anniversary Dare to be Remarkable Conference, which we held here in early November. We're offering something to these professionals that they have not received in any other formal training environment anywhere in the country, and that's skills training of blind people designed by the blind. And what we found is that the professionals out there are really hungry for what we have to offer them. In the coming year, we will be executing similar professional development seminars and conferences, and we need our blind professionals in education and rehabilitation-related fields to be a central part of this effort. Anil urges all of us to take a look at our Teach Blind Students website, which is teachblindstudents.org, which has links to our Professionals in Blindness Education Division. It has links to the Teach Blind Students LinkedIn page. And Anil also urges our blind rehabilitation professionals to make sure that you join our NFB, National Association of Rehabilitation Professionals. I do think that the work that we do in the education and rehabilitation space and that we're doing to help professionals know that the National Federation of the Blind is their professional network, is of great importance. So I would urge you to spend some time looking at the resources we have and Uh, providing suggestions about how we can do even more to reach the professionals who are out there and how you can contribute to that effort. Also, I want to let you know about another important activity of our Jernigan Institute that will be emerging in 2018. You know, many of the elements of the National Federation of the Blind are important, but probably the one that makes the biggest impact on blind people is our commitment to giving back. Each of us has benefited from a member of the Federation who has taught us a tip or trick or skill that they've used, and oftentimes we've improved on it and taught it to somebody else. Mentoring is at the core of who we are and what we do. In 2018, we will be building on our collective experience to launch the National Federation of the Blind Career Mentoring Program, which we've designed to increase the participation of blind students in the vocational rehabilitation process with resulting outcomes of post-secondary academic success, high-quality employment, and community integration. Now, in some ways, this is not new. We've been doing informal mentoring programs forever in the Federation, and in the last decade, we've run formal mentoring programs, one-on-one mentoring programs that have been very successful in a number of our states with a national model wrapped around it. Our New National Federation of the Blind Career Mentoring Program combines a lot of the elements of what we've done 
but it takes advantage of what we've learned about what works and what doesn't work as effectively in formalizing the mentoring. It will not work at all if we do not have a core of dedicated, successful, energetic, blind people who are prepared to be mentors and to give back to the next generation of blind people. And so if you're listening to this message, we need you to be one of our mentors in our career mentoring program. In this iteration of our program, uh, mentees that sign up will be paired with more than one mentor. So the mentoring will not be as intense necessarily for each individual mentor, and we'll take advantage of the different skill sets that we have in the Federation. If you are willing to be one of our successful blind adult role model mentors in this program, we're going to need you to complete the application to be a mentor for our National Federation of the Blind Career Mentoring Program. You can find the application by going to our website, nfb.org slash mentoring application. nfb.org slash mentoring application. I'd urge you to sign up as soon as possible so that we can begin building this program in 2018. Now, we need great diversity, different perspectives in this program. So, if you're thinking, well, maybe I'm not successful enough, don't worry about that. We need people who have a strong philosophical understanding, who have high expectations, positive attitudes, who are ready to help lift up the next generation. And part of that is sharing the not-so-good experiences that we've had as blind people and the struggles we've faced. We need as many mentors as possible in this program, and we're going to create great advantage by working together across the nation on this mentoring program. So thank you in advance for taking time to join our career mentoring program. I think it will do a lot to build our organization, to build opportunities for blind youth in this country. It will help inform our organization about what we can continue to do to grow opportunities for blind people, and it will stretch us as mentors to work harder, to raise our own expectations for ourselves. And we know that because everything that we do when we give back, it teaches us more about who we are and how we can be stronger as blind people living in the 21st century. That's just one of the exciting things we have on tap for 2018. I'm thinking about the year ahead, and in the next couple days, we'll be planning with the board of directors, and I feel very optimistic about the work that we're doing, the progress we're making, and the many wonderful opportunities that are ahead for us. So thank you for all you contribute to moving those programs forward, to the energy imagination that you put into our work, and to the ideas that you contribute that help move our organization forward and help us 
stay in the leadership position. I do have a few Federation family notes here at the end of the year, and some that I'm very sorry to have to deliver to you. The first is that Al Hicks of Utah passed away on November 22nd. He was 83 years old. Al was one of the original members of the National Federation of the Blind of Utah. He's been very active there in in a variety of capacities, and you may think his name is familiar because he's the father of Dan Hicks of our Florida affiliate. So I'd urge you to keep the Hicks family in your thoughts and prayers as we have lost Al Hicks in the last week. We've lost in the last month two strong federationists who have made significant contributions, especially within our Louisiana affiliate as instructors, role models, mentors, friends, and staff at our Louisiana Center for the Blind. I'm sure you already know that on November 10, we unexpectedly lost Jerry Whittle, who had taught Braille for 30 years at the Louisiana Center for the Blind. And on November 13th, we then lost Arlene Hill, who had been a travel teacher and served in other capacities at the Louisiana Center. And Arlene lost a difficult battle with cancer. These are two giants in our organization, giants in the way of their spirit, what they've contributed, the vast amount of people that they've touched with their teaching and their generosity. And I would urge you to keep their families in our thoughts and prayers and to uh, appreciate the work that they've done by also recognizing that we should continue the the patterns of generosity and giving back that they set for us in their work. It's been a tremendous loss for the Federation. It's been a tremendous loss for these families. Certainly been something that has been felt very strongly by the staff of our Louisiana Center for the Blind. And so since we have with us here now our first vice president, who also serves as director of the Louisiana Center for the Blind, I wanted to offer Pam Allen an opportunity to talk to us about the tremendous contributions of Jerry Whittle and Arlene Hill. Thank you, President Riccobono, for this opportunity, and hello to my Federation family. I know that many of you who are listening knew Jerry and Arlene personally. Whether you were one of the hundreds of students that they taught directly, or maybe you had the chance to work with them and learn from them in other ways, as a fellow chapter or affiliate member, working on the cane walk or in the exhibit hall, attending or acting in a play written by Jerry Whittle and presented at our state or national conventions. The list goes on and on. 
Jerry and Arlene touched my life and the lives of so many in ways too numerous to count. They served at various levels in the Federation and were always ready to do whatever was needed, whether organizing a chapter, talking with a newly blind person, answering questions about parenting, serving on a Federation committee, teaching a cane travel lesson, or giving tips on increasing Braille reading speed. They gave from the heart always and served and led with humility and love. On behalf of our Louisiana family and Jerry and Arlene's families, I want to express our appreciation for the calls and the posts and the emails, the memorial gifts, and all the messages of love and support from so many of you around the country. It truly is greatly appreciated and means more than you can ever know. Arlene and Jerry love the National Federation of the Blind and the work that we are doing together to help blind people live the lives we want. They were our colleagues in the movement, but more importantly, they were our mentors and our cherished friends. Although our hearts are heavy, we celebrate the positive difference they made and we carry out their legacies by continuing the work they love so much through our work in the National Federation of the Blind. Let's keep working together to transform our dreams into reality. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pam, for sharing your perspective and for the love and support that you have given to uh, Arlene, Jerry, Marilyn Whittle, and, and their families in this great time of sorrow. We will miss these wonderful contributors to our movement, and I am thankful that we have had them amongst us, that we've been able to honor them, and that we have the privilege to continue their work into 2018. Again, I'd invite you to lift up a prayer for uh, these two wonderful individuals, maybe others in the Federation that we've lost this year, and the great love and support that we have for each other in this organization. There is a bit of happy news here at the end of the year, which I think is always important. Congratulations is in order to Stephanie Wagel and Brian Baldwin of Nebraska. This note comes from Amy Burrish, who says that Halloween was sweet, not scary, this year as these two Individuals were married on October 31st. Also worth noting that Halloween, October 31st, is Stephanie's birthday. So a double congratulations to Stephanie and Brian on becoming the newest couple of the National Federation of the Blind. Stephanie and Brian are both leaders uh, emerging leaders in the National Federation of the Blind through our Nebraska affiliate. It's also worth noting, since we're talking about her, that Stephanie was recently elected to the board of directors of our Nebraska affiliate during the convention this past fall. Congratulations to Stephanie and Brian, and we wish you many, many decades of happiness together. This does bring me to the end of our Presidential release for the month of December and for 2017. And as I come to the end of 2017, as I reflect 
it has been a really good year for us in the National Federation of the Blind. We've continued to build our organization with energy and imagination. We've seen record attendance at a number of our state conventions this fall, which is a clear demonstration of the growth and energy that we see, not just at the national level, but at the very grassroots of our organization. We have been successful in keeping our advocacy agenda moving, even at a time in our nation where it seems like we have a lot of gridlock, a lot of hostility. We have been able to continue to make progress on our issues uh, on all sides of political um, opinions. We have been successful in keeping blindness in front of all of the policymakers, decision makers that can help us advance opportunities and improve the lives of blind people. We've strengthened our partnerships, and I'm very proud of the work that we've done to build partnerships, even as we've maintained our aggressive stance as an authentic advocacy organization for blind people. Our partners appreciate in us that we're going to tell them the way we find it as blind people, but we're also going to be strong allies with them when they demonstrate their readiness to do what is needed to help blind people to improve their services, to make their products accessible, that we can walk with them on that journey and we add value to what they do. And we're going to have some important announcements coming up in 2018 with some of our partners and we're going to be celebrating that at our uh, donor dinner this evening, the partnerships that we have, and I'm quite proud of that. I think we've strengthened our diversity within the National Federation of the Blind. You know that's a topic that I've discussed on a number of releases this year because of various things that are going on. And in 2018, we'll continue to examine how we can be stronger through having a more diverse organization. And I should mention, in case you missed it, we have recently posted a diversity statement to our website that articulates our policy and values around diversity within our organization. We've also, by the way, posted our accessibility policy, which you can find on the website, that uh, makes it clear that we hold the value of making sure that what we do is accessible to as many people as possible in everything that we do. That's a practice that we've had for a long time, both diversity and accessibility, and we've put it on the website so that people can better understand it and use it as an example in what they do. We're growing new leaders in the Federation. Now you say, well, this is something we do every year, but I think uh, this year we have seen a number of new leaders emerge because of investments that we've made in providing support to our emerging affiliate presidents, treasurers, board members, students, and these individuals are going to be the ones that help carry 
a lot of the load for us in the next 10, 20, 30 years. And the fact that we're seeing more leaders step up and more longtime leaders successfully transitioning to new next generation leaders who have been well prepared for their positions, I think is a real element that we can be thankful for. You know, we continue to improve our finances in the National Federation of the Blind. We had a great year last year financially. This year doesn't look like it's going to be as good as last year, but part of the reason is that we have made some real solid investments in projects that are going to pay off for us in the future. We've improved the way that we uh, do fundraising that we communicate both within the organization and externally, and those things are going to have great advantage for us in the future. And most importantly, we have plans for the future, and we're going to be discussing some of those plans amongst the board of directors here in the next couple days, but we're an organization that doesn't let grass grow under our feet. We're thinking about what's next. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? What's the next thing we're going to build for blind people? And that is a true sign of growth, of strength, of dynamic interaction between leaders and members. And I'm really thankful for the engagement that our members have in our organization. It's been a great year. I'm proud of what we've done. I'm thankful for the work that each of us has put into it. Most importantly, I'm proud of what I believe we're going to accomplish in 2018 and the difference we're going to make for blind people. At a very personal level, as we come to the end of this release and into the deep holiday time, I want to express the appreciation of my family, myself, for the continued love and support that the National Federation of the Blind provides to us. We feel truly blessed to have you in our lives. We are thankful that we have the opportunity to not only work together, but to know each other, to have a relationship in this thing we call the Federation family. I've had the opportunity to meet many Federationist this year that I haven't met before, and I know there are more out there to meet next year. And that we share with each other is one of the real joys of the Riccobono family, and we appreciate the opportunity to know many of you in all corners of the country. During the holiday season, I wish each and every one of you safe travel. I hope that the full joy of the holiday season warms your heart, and I look forward to sharing 2018 with you and hope that for each and every one of us, it is truly our best year ever. To close this release, here are some thoughts, uh, happinesses, expressions, and a little customary ending from the Riccobono family. Happy holidays, and let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. 
Here we are at the Riccobonos for our holiday greetings for 2017 for the National Federation of the Blind. Hey guys. Hey. What? What do you call a federationist that doesn't believe in Santa Claus? What? A rebel without a clause. <laughs> Here's my best daughter, Oriana. Meow, 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 meow. Merry Christmas from the Riccobonos cats. Now here's Daddy's buddy named Elizabeth. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. All the fun is to ride and run us up and track. Hey! Here is Austin Riccobono, my second favorite buddy. Yay, buddy! All right. My name is Austin, the funniest guy alive. As you probably have heard of me, I'm like Federation famous. I have a joke for you. Which one of Santa's reindeer are dinosaurs afraid of? What? Which one? What? Comet. <laughs> and now I've got an original song composed by me and my friends to the tune of Frosty the Snowman. Skating on thin ice is a dangerous thing to do. You can say hooray, but soon you'll pay, because you might go crashing through. And that, my, my voice is nothing compared to my mother, who is about to sing a song for you. Hit it, Mom! The First Lady. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go... Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I hate going out in a storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. The fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. What did one snowman say to the other snowman? What? What? Do you smell carrots? The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind, Office of the President at nfb.org, 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.